The following program does not offer personal medical advice. Please consult your doctor before using any treatment or product we cover. Welcome to Go to Health Radio with your host, Jonathan Marks. We provide a welcoming environment where experts educate you on important health topics, answer your questions, and provide information from which you can benefit in consultation with your doctor. And now, here is Jonathan Marks. Hello, everybody. This is Jonathan Marks, and welcome back to Go to Health, where we elevate your life with health news you can use. You can watch our shows on our website at gotohealthmedia.com, where you can download free information or get links to connect with our guests. You can also listen to us on Voice America, and we are syndicated on seven podcast networks. So the questions for today are, do you have trouble saying no when you want to or need to? Do you feel you say yes to people when you really should be saying no? Do you feel certain people take advantage of you or perhaps they're acting poorly toward you and want it to stop? We're going to be talking about this today in our show called Healthy Boundaries, a Must for Mental Health with our guest, Glenn Alex. She's a licensed clinical social worker, author, speaker, coach, and podcast host of The Glenn Alex Show. Glenn is the author, and I'm so impressed with this, she's the author of Living in Total Health, the 2021 Indie Book Award winner for health and wellness. Congratulations, Glenn, that's wonderful. Her life's work is about total health and the whole person, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Her mission is to help everyone feel joyful, connected, confident, and complete. She facilitates optimal health in others through her writing, counseling, which she does virtually online, coaching, speaking, online courses, we'll talk about at the end of the show, and the Glenn Alex Show, which focuses on a different aspect of health each episode. The Glenn Alex Show is in its fourth year, and it's available on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and other platforms. And her award-winning book, Living in Total Health, is available on hard, in hardcover and ebook. You can find out more by visiting her website at glenalex.com, and that's G-L-E-N, only one N, glenalex, A-L-E-X, dot com. Welcome, Glenn. How are you today? I am doing very well. How are you? Good. Great. So, so happy to be here. At, and, it, you know, it's been hard to get you because I know you're so busy, so I'm really glad we found this time to be together. I, I'm really glad it, it worked out, too, because I've been wanting to be on your show. I, I think what you're doing is fantastic. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's about time. Thank you. Good. It's great to have you here. So when you talk about boundaries, describe for us what you consider boundaries, how you define them and, um, you know, how you work with them. Okay. Uh, well, boundaries or um, interpersonal boundaries, for me, they are the line in the sand. They are the line where what you will and won't tolerate meet. Do you remember in childhood, um, you drew a line in the sand or in the dirt or across the ground with your toe or a stick, right. and you dared your playmate to cross that line? You're like, I cross this line or else? That was you drawing, uh, defining your boundary, where what you will tolerate and what you won't tolerate met. And it's the same in adulthood. Um, so boundaries are about what we will and won't accept from other people and mm -hmm. sometimes from ourselves as well. And um, boundaries are, they have two very specific purposes. 
One is for self-protection. Boundaries are our innate personal alarm system. It lets us know when there's danger, when there's harm around us, so we can take measures to protect ourselves from harmful people, from harmful situations. And um, the other purpose is for individuation. In order for us to grow and develop into our full potential as a human being, and for us to express our unique gifts and talents that are given to us by our creator, we must effectively separate from other people. That includes parents, siblings, peers, teachers, anybody else. Because for me to be fully me, I must be separate from you. I have to know where I begin and end as a person and where you begin and end as a person. If I don't, then I get trapped in enmeshment and overlap, unhealthy overlap with another person. Mm -hmm. How do these poor boundaries develop? I mean, people, you know, people can tend to have, you know, trouble with boundaries. And what's, what's the genesis of this when, you know, people grow into adulthood or young adulthood and they really don't have very good boundaries set? What, what, how does that happen? First and foremost is what we learn. If our parents or the people we spend the most time with have poor boundaries and we're going, that's going to... Uh, affect us, we start to take that on and accept that as the way it should be, mm. when in reality, it's not. So it's what we're taught. And I really wish that um, in grade school, they would teach boundaries. In high school, they would teach about boundaries. And that's because those are the formative years. And that's when the individuation really takes place is in the teen years. Mm -hmm. So uh, if, if, if our young folk were taught boundaries coming up, then it would be easier to, to deal with them um, as an adult. And, and the people you, you work with or see who have poor boundaries, what's the, what are some of the common traits that you notice in them that have produced poor boundaries or resulted in poor boundaries? By traits, you mean their personalities or their behaviors? Uh, well, uh, you tell me, but let's, let's talk about <laughs> both. If, it, if, 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 both, if both apply, then let's talk about both. Okay, well, um, some adults that I work with, uh, they have poor boundaries because they want to be uh, pleasing to others. They want to be liked. They think that by being a doormat, uh, by giving in when they really don't uh, want to. And like you said in your intro, when they should say no, when it's appropriate to say no, they don't because they believe that standing up for themselves or protecting themselves in that way means that the other person won't like them. They won't be accepted. They won't get love. When the opposite is true, it's when you, when you give in when you shouldn't, that engenders disrespect for you mm. and it makes it easier for the other person to mistreat you because mm -hmm. they know you won't stand up for yourself. Got so it. the inability to the unwillingness to say no, because you don't, you don't want to be disliked is, is huge is, is a big issue. Um, the other issue is, um, and it's kind of a control issue too, uh, saying no and, putting so many things on your plate that you know you realistically can't complete oh. or follow through on, it, it, it tends to, it's kind of empowering um, in an unhealthy way 
for someone to say, will you, will you, will you? And you say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then they depend on you and you become the focal point of what they need. So that is also unhealthy as well. Um, as far as um, other ways that unhealthy boundaries manifest or develop, it, uh, it's just, again, the learning. If, if the person that they uh, are dependent on mm-hmm. has poor boundaries, then they will assume that is the way they should be too. Right. And they will either be exactly that or be the opposite of that. Either way, they're reacting to an unhealthy uh, programming in an unhealthy way, Got if it. that makes sense. Yes, it does. So let, let me repeat that. I heard three three re- reasons why, why there may be poor boundaries in somebody. The first is, I, I interpret it, and let me know if this is right, that they really want to be loved or liked. And that's really important. And this is, and by saying yes... And having very few boundaries, they, they feel they're going to be loved or liked. Yeah? Yes, exactly. Got it. And, and what you're saying is if, if that's your main motivation, that can be a cause for disrespect because people know they can get anything out of you they want. And if they want to take advantage, they do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got it. And then the second reason I heard, and this was very interesting that you said that, it's a way to be important to lots of people. To, it's, a, it's a way of control. That you, is, yeah. is the word you used by saying yes to everybody. You really make them dependent on you. Yes, and I also and, like the way you put it is is um, to be to be the focal point of of their attention. Got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So it, it. But again, it, does that also come from needing to be loved or liked by saying yes to everybody and being in control? I mean, it, it, it's more of a control issue rather than wanting to be liked or loved. Um, it, it is more of a control issue, and. and for some people, it comes uh, from not being in control. Growing up, everything was dictated to them. You should this, you should that. And they were guilt tripped excessively. Right. And so now they've turned that into, I'm going to be in control by having all of these people need me. Right. Got it. Okay. And then the third, the third reason I heard was this is what you were taught. Your parents may have had poor boundaries and this is what you learned. This is the way you thought the world was. Yes. Got yes. it. Okay, and not good. just parents. If it, if it wasn't the parent, then it could be whoever was um, the most significant influence in that person's life. It, it could be a grandparent. Got it. it. It could be a teacher. It could be peers. Got it. Good. So if I'm sitting here looking at myself, how do I, anal- you know, how do I recognize that I've got poor boundaries? What are some of the symptoms or you know, feelings or emotions I would have? Um, if I've got poor boundaries, how do I recognize that in myself and say, hey, maybe I need some help? Well, one very clear way is to use my uh, boundaries questionnaire, which is a free download on my website because it, it goes through, it's about 20 questions and it goes through the gamut of relational issues. And then you can use that to assess, not to indict your own character, but just to assess where your boundaries are. Other than that, um, a very clear way to identify a boundary issue. Well, we'll there are four types of boundaries that I identify. One oh. is physical. That's what happens to the body. That's the clearest of all boundaries because my frame is clearly separated from your frame. So when we are in physical danger or harm or disease, then the body will give us feelings. So just remember the last time you were in line um, and the person behind you was too close. 
Mm-hmm. Kind of get this creepy crawling yeah. feeling. Maybe the hair stood up on the back of your neck. Maybe you just got, you know, just this icky feeling that because they were too close it, inside your comfort zone without your permission. That's an indication that your boundary has been violated. Mm-hmm. A line has been crossed. And that's pretty similar to on the emotional and physical levels as well. I mean, mental well- levels as well. They're just not as clear. We, when we come to mental and emotional boundaries, we tend to dismiss our own instincts, our own intuition, mm. and uh, rationalize why the other person is right and why we should ignore our own um, uh, internal understandings of how things work. For just to be a little more clear, mental boundaries for me are about agreements and expectations. Mm. So an agreement is a contract, whether it's verbal or written. Two or more people agree on how something will go to get a certain result. The uh, agreement gets broken when one of those parties unilaterally changes the agreement and does something different than expected. And so that broken agreement is a mental boundary violation. On the other hand, uh, expectations um, are also involved in boundaries because if I have unrealistic expectations of you, then I'm setting you up to fail. Hmm. At the same time, I'm going to experience disappointment, anger, frustration, and ultimately it might lead to some depression. Wow. Because this is not going the way I expect it to. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with the world? Why is this not working out? Well, Mm -hmm. it's the expectation that's the issue. It's not you. It's the expectation. On the other hand, if you have that agreement, then we do have an expectation of how that will go. And if you violate the agreement and do something unexpected without conversing with me, then that's going to bring up some anger. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, good. So that's how that, that, that's how that works. The emotional boundary is more about uh, taking on someone else's stuff. Mm. It's, it's taking on your issues as if they are mine. And that is not empathy. Mm-hmm. So I, I did a presentation for a, a nonprofit where they do a lot of casework with marginalized uh, people. And one of the caseworkers had talked about how depressed she gets because, you know, a client might be homeless or they might miss a court date and end up in jail. We can empathize and understand what that other person might be going through and do our best to support them and usher them into, you know, a good decision for them. Mm-hmm. However, ultimately, it's not mine. It's not the caseworkers. I'm not the one who's homeless. So she's, you know, the caseworker was feeling guilty about going home, mm-hmm. about having a home to go to because this other person didn't. Mm-hmm. That's an emotional boundary violation. It's not empathy when you punish yourself because of someone else's experience. Ah, uh, interesting. Okay. That's a subtle one. <laughs> That's a subtle one. It is super fuzzy. It's super fuzzy. And it is basically just trying to take on someone else's issues as if they are on your own. Got it. Okay, good. So, so far we have the physical boundary where somebody's just, you know, in your space when you don't feel comfortable. Um, then you that also- and, and that's where physical abuse and sexual abuse come in too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And then, and that's not so uncommon. That happens quite frequently. I mean, way too frequently. Oh, it's horrible. Okay. Yeah, really bad boundaries. Um, (laughs) Right. 
And then you talked about the, the, the was it the mental boundaries, the right? The mental boundaries, yes. And describe those for me again because I'm having trouble recalling. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mental boundaries are about agreements and expectations. Agreements and expectations, right, 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 yeah. right. So where you ha think you have an agreement with uh, somebody, it goes two ways. You think you have an agreement with somebody and they act differently, or you set an expectation without really getting an agreement from somebody and they somehow let you down and you've really... You, you've really crossed the boundary there because you set an expectation they didn't agree to or know about, right? Exactly, exactly. Got it, yes. good. And then the third one you're talking about is emotional boundaries where instead of being empathetic with somebody, you're really identifying with them and taking on their problems. Yes, in, in, in the way that is harmful to you in your life. Now, Got there it. is another boundary that I identify, and I, I call it the spiritual boundary, which is not about religion. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's about connection to self. Mm. It's about connection to community. It's about connection to your creator. And it, it boils down to, do your beliefs and values align with your choices? Mm. Because if they don't, there will be an internal war. Wow. You will be at war with yourself, which manifests as depression very easily. Oh, and anxiety, Because I'm, I'm fighting my truth. Mm. I'm the only person that I'm with 24-7. So if I'm not doing what aligns and is best for this person that I'm with 24-7, then there will be an internal struggle. Got it. Okay. I want to talk about more about that when we come back. We're at the end of our first segment. Glenn, stick around and our audience, stick around. This is fascinating. We're going to come back and talk more with Glenn Alex. You can learn more about her, her courses, her book, her counseling um, at, and also her show, The Glenn Alex Show, and you can find out more about Glenn at glennalex.com. That's G-L-E-N-A-L-E-X.com. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment with more about boundaries and how you can keep them healthy. We'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? We don't think so. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning in to the CBD Ed Show with host Ed Cheney. Ed and his guests will explain full-spectrum CBD, using the whole hemp plant for good health and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, welcome back. This is Jonathan Marks at Go to Health, where we elevate your life with health news you can use. We are talking with Glenn Alex, who is the author of Living in Total Health. She also has the Glenn Alex Show, which is on YouTube and many other podcast networks. She's a licensed clinical social worker and counselor, and you can work with her online. Welcome back, Glenn. Um, I want to follow up on the, the last discussion we had because I, the, the last thing you talked about with spiritual boundaries or the lack thereof really fascinated me and I'd like to go a little bit deeper into that. So okay. you're talking about not really living up to your own ethics or your own spiritual self. Talk a little bit more about that and what you mean by being at war with yourself. Well... Well, a, a pretty simplistic example is if um, I think honesty is the best policy and I go throughout my day lying to my coworkers or colleagues or even my significant other, you know, the little white lie, then I don't believe or I'm not in, aligned with my belief that honesty is the best policy because my practice is to lie. So that's going to create some guilt. And that's going to create some self-doubt in my mind, or, or I might even go as far as um, to, to come up with justifications on why lying is okay in mm-hmm. those situations to those people in that, those contexts. But I still have that part of me that's, no, that's not cool. So mm-hmm. I'm going back and forth with mentally in, within, and it's going to bring me down. It's going to create that guilt. It's going to create self-doubt. It's going to create some Mm self-loathing. Another example is, you know, I've worked with women who tend to choose the wrong partner, abusive, harmful partners. They say they want someone who's, who's kind and sensitive and supportive, yet they keep picking the jerk the one who's narcissistic and not giving and just take, take, take. So while they say they want this type of man um, and he's there, they will go to the other one. So that they, there's that conflict that why do I keep choosing this guy? What's wrong with me? I don't deserve better. Uh, yes. Okay. So um, hopefully that's a little clear, but it's basically going to war with self over my beliefs versus my choices and my actions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because true health is what I think and believe I do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I think, yeah, yeah. What was coming up for me when you were just talking about that is not being real with people and feeling one thing but saying another. And again, yes. it may come back to this need for love or being liked or being accepted, but you're not being really true with them and more importantly with yourself. True. You, you, it's very difficult to be true with other people if you're not true with yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, um, it, it might be personal gain to gain something materialistic or monetary, you know, to have that discord and lie to people when you say you're honest. So it's, it's, you, you can't be truthful or um, uh, fully engaged with other people if you're not that way with yourself. Right, right. And how do you work with people to to get to that truth and stay in that truth? What are some of the processes you go through for, so that people can be more, because I think this is a really important one being, you know, it's, it's as you say, it's the battle between you and you. Um, and it, it can really, as you're talking about, if you're not really being real with yourself or real with others, it can re- really lead to conflict and depression. Yes, it's basically just helping them see when they're, they see the misalignment. So as, you know, one client is explaining to me how overwhelmed she is, how everyone expects her to do things for them, where other adults expect her to do things for them, um, yet she continues to say yes to doing those things, but she's overwhelmed. And I'm like, well, that's incongruent. Right. You continue to say yes when you know it's too much. So what do you gain from continuing to say yes? So it's basically pointing that out to them, showing them how to see it for themselves, opening up their minds to to see the the, the discord. And yeah, and, and probably having that awareness can really bring about change. And yeah, so it's awareness and reflection. Yes. I'm sorry. Did you want to say something more? I know. I was just going to say um, that it's more powerful when it comes from within a person. I mean, I could clearly tell someone, you know, this is wrong. This is wrong. And you should, you know, I can tell them that. It's more powerful and more lasting when it comes from within, when they can see it for themselves. I can imagine it expresses or displays itself differently in men versus women. Can you talk a little bit about that distinction, if there is one? (laughs) Um, I'm actually not sure there is a distinction, not one that comes to mind immediately, because Men do say yes too much, too. Mm. They say yes when it's inappropriate. Um, you know, uh, maybe out of the kindness of their heart, they want to help other people, yet it's, it's too much. It's unrealistic for them to have a list this big and this much time. Right. Uh, so it, it's, it's the same. We just call it different. We just uh-huh. say it's different. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not thinking of a clear, distinctive... Okay. Manifestation between men and women. I yeah, think the, re- the, the reason I ask is I, 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 I think women are raised to be much more accommodating and giving, and, and maybe that's not true. I would say generally that is true, mm-hmm. uh, though these days more women are, are expressing their masculine sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And men are more uh, expressive of their feminine sides than in the past. Got it. So... Yeah, we're taught to be sweet and sugary and compliant, mm-hmm. and um, but we still say yes too much, and men do too. Mm-hmm. 
Got okay, good. That's good to know. That 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 actually reverses a stereotype I think I had. So thank you for that. <laughs> so so Glenn, let's talk about how you got into this work. What attracted you to it, and kind of your path to get where you are now. Um, sure. <laughs> I, I was a bit of an unusual kid. I am the youngest of ten, and I was uh, a shy kid. My nature is introversion. Mm -hmm. And so I would sit back and watch people because there were so many people in my family. Uh, our home was kind of a social hub in the mm -hmm. neighborhood and with relatives. So we had people in the house a lot. And I would just sit back and watch. I'd be quiet and just watch the interactions. I was so attracted to how people treated each other. Mm -hmm. And I can see when the, the the conversation was good, going well, it was mutual. I can see when one was being more aggressive towards the other. I could see the pained expressions mm. when people went too far. Mm -hmm. And so I could just see the, the lines being crossed between the, in the people around me. And so my uh, path to health and my work in health began with boundaries. And as I grew, I started to understand more about it. I learned more about it. I experienced boundary issues personally. And then I moved into um, teaching, mm. uh, teaching about boundaries. But I, I could see lines being crossed. And if you just watch people, you can see the lines being crossed too. Without, without even hearing what, each, with what they're saying to each other, you can tell by their expressions, their body language, their posture, what, what's happening. Do you see that a lot when you are working with people in therapy? Yes. Tell us a little yeah. bit more about that. I mean, what do, you, what do you recognize in folks? Well, you can, you ask a question, if you ask a question that, that pushes a button, then you get a, a look, a hesitation, you'll get, the muscles will tighten, mm. you, you'll get, they'll look away. So you can always tell when, when there is an issue there because the body will tell you. Interesting. We think we're all in our heads, but really our body uh, <laughs> communicates a lot, doesn't it? It does. It yeah. does. And that's the nonverbal communication right. that we tend to have less control over than the words that come out of our mouths. <laughs> right. That's right. Okay. So, yeah, we're not in total control of everything as we like to think we are or our brains like to think we are. Yes. And how many years have you been doing this? Tell us about your experience. Oh, that's G14 classified. No, oh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have been in social work for over 20 years. Great. Um, wow. Yeah, about 24 years. Wonderful. You said you started teaching, so you've written a book. Tell us the name of your, the title of your book again. Living in Total Health. And yes. it covers every aspect involved in health. Uh, physical, nutrition, um, stress management, relationships, boundaries. There's a chapter uh, devoted to boundaries, personal boundaries, and boundaries in business. Mm. Um, communication, um, choices, thinking, how we think affects our choices and our outcomes. So resilience is all of those have their their place in the health puzzle. It's useful sometimes to isolate each aspect of health. However, they are all interdependent. 
Sure. Because if you have poor boundaries, then it'll be more difficult to follow through on your goals, to reach your goals, whether it's about weight or your career or relationships, because, you know, boundaries just encompass every area of life. So the question comes to my mind, I'm asking what you understand, do people with poor boundaries have fewer goals? You know, do they have less drive to get what they want because they're just so oriented to what everybody else wants and needs? That is a really good question. I would say that they, they, they probably have goals. They probably have uh, what they, how they want their lives to be. Yes. Um, you know, the amount of money they want to make, the kind of work they want to do, yet they give in to what someone stronger, someone more powerful, someone more beautiful wants mm -hmm. because they don't believe or think they're strong enough to, to pursue it on their own. Mm -hmm. So they give in to whatever else is more powerful, more beautiful, stronger. Mm. So, yeah, they, I think they do have their own goals. They just don't they're not empowered to, yeah. to pursue on right. their own. Right. So let's talk about that empowerment process a little bit. Um, okay. How people from going, how people go from being unempowered to becoming empowered. You talked before in our last segment about making people aware of this gap between what they're doing and what they want or their values and how they're living. How do we get from being unempowered to empowered? That requires the understanding and the acceptance that you're already empowered. You're mm -hmm. born empowered. We were given intuition to help us navigate our ways through life, uh, to, to get our needs met in the most appropriate way and, and to, to pursue our higher truths in life. We, again, people with poor boundaries will downplay their own internal knowing, their intuition, their, their power, their truth, and mm. will depend on someone else's point of view for happiness or to feel loved or to feel accepted. We're already empowered. So it's about stripping off the layers that cover up our innate empowerment. It's stripping off the, the, the tr untruths, the falsehoods. So it's like the onion. You get to the core, that's who you are. Uh -huh. And that's who you will always be. And that was always there. It's just these layers of crap uh -huh. and lies and deceptions and manipulations just piled on to who we are. Wow. So you're telling me I'm already empowered. Oh, yeah. Just by, being, just by being in the world here, I'm being empowered. Just, yeah, you were, you were born you were created by something higher more powerful than any one of us or all of us put together so you were instilled with <laughs> that power wow that's a that's a that's a um that's a kind of a revolutionary concept well and it shouldn't be it okay. really shouldn't be um because now again the spiritual boundary for me is not about religion however if you think about all of the major religions, they do talk. They do talk about us being, for lack of a better term, for ye are little gods, right? Mm -hmm. Which means we have that within us from whence we came. Mm -hmm. It's part of us. 
Right. It's instilled, it's ingrained. We cannot separate from it. We can pretend it's not there, and that's when we get into this trouble. It's there, but in, if we live into it, then we're joyful. We are confident. We are connected. We're complete because that is the way we were created. So all, every one of us sitting here listening to this program, if you have all these doubts about yourself or insecurities or overly need to be loved, you should know that you're already empowered because you've been given life on this earth. And there's plenty of space you can take up in this world that you deserve. Yes, yes. And you have, each one of us has unique talents and gifts that we need to share with the world. Someone else in the world needs to, to, to learn from us, mm. to connect with us in, in that way through those talents and those gifts and those expressions. Mm -hmm. we, we all have that. And it's just a matter of reconnecting with it. Right. It's, yeah, it really is about reconnection. And I really like that image of the onion and the layers. It's kind of like peeling off these layers of insecurities or bad experiences or yes. self-doubt so that you can just be who you truly are. Yes. Yes. Right. All right. That's good. Hey, I'm getting something here. <laughs> right. And that and I can really see now the the kind of the um, what, what's the word I want? The motivation behind your book, Living in Total Health, which is to take all the different parts of your life and aspects of your life and be able to peel off those unhealthy layers to really be who you are. Yes. And, and uh, you know, Living in Total Health won the 2021 Indie Book Award for health and wellness, mm -hmm. and was a finalist in the mind, body, spirit category. Congratulations. So it's, 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 thank you. So it's all connected. It's mm -hmm. all connected. Great. So, Glenn, this has been wonderful. I, I've really learned a lot and gotten a lot out of uh, talking with you today, and I hope our listeners have too. We're going to be back with Glenn Alex in our next segment. We're just going to take a short break. Glenn Alex is the author, as we've been talking about, of Living in Total Health. She's got a website, glennalex.com. That's G-L-E-N. A-L-E-X, where you can learn a lot more about her products and services. And we'll be back in just a moment to talk about Glenn and what she has to offer. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work.
You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, we're back. Go to Health. This is Jonathan Marks. We're talking today about healthy boundaries, and we're talking with Glenn Alex, licensed clinical social worker, coach, and counselor, and author. She's the author of the book, Living in Total Health, and her website is glennalex.com. So, Glenn, first thing I want to talk about, when people visit your website, um, there are there you can shop on the website, but the, what, the one thing they can do that is really relevant for the show, you have the Healthy Boundaries Questionnaire. And we also have a link to that on our website at gotohealthmedia.com. Under Glenn Alex's show on her page, there's a link to that, um, that questionnaire. So what does the questionnaire go through to help you identify what your boundary situation is? Uh, it's uh, um, about 20 questions. Um, there are multiple choice, true, false questions, and um, they will uh, ask questions based on a, a scenario um, you know, do you uh, say yes when you don't want to? Mm-hmm. Do you um, talk just to fill the space? Um, and that's more about people who consider themselves open books that you meet someone and you know everything about them within five minutes. That's an, that's an unhealthy boundary telling all. Oh, wow. And so yeah. the questionnaire is just, it just teases out uh, where you are on, in different situations. Uh-huh. Okay. Good. So that's on the the web sh- the web page. It's glennalex.com slash shop, and you can download the boundaries questionnaire. And then you also have some courses that you offer on your website. Tell us about those courses. Yes. Uh, one course is uh, Healthy Boundaries for Overwhelmed Women. And yes, men have boundary issues too. Um, just had to pick a, 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 a target market sure. for the course. And so um, it's a deep dive into boundaries. It, it goes through what boundaries are, the types of boundaries, also talks about the truths about boundaries, um, which is real important to understand. Uh, one, one truth is you might ask why uh, people do what they do. Um, why did this person rob that bank? And why did this person um, lie to me? Well, mm. because they can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the answer, because they can. Humans will do what they're allowed to get away with. Got it. And humans will continue to do what they're allowed to get away with. So that's one truth about boundaries. And that, that plays into the um, uh, mental, mental boundaries as well, the expectations and agreements. So um, Healthy Boundaries for Women, uh, the course also addresses how to make appropriate choices and it includes emotional intelligence information. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, we assume that how we feel is an, is an indication of what we should do, how we should behave, when that's not what our emotions are for. Our emotions are messengers, and mm. there are other steps to take before we get to acting on them. Hmm. So Healthy Boundaries for Overwhelmed Women is a deep dive into boundaries and it addresses all of the components into setting and maintaining 
healthy boundaries. So you're not overwhelmed, not stressed, not anxious, not depressed. You just said something very important and I want to make sure people catch that distinction. You said emotions are not necessarily to be acted upon, but they're signals. Tell us more about that. Um, yeah, our emotions are messengers. And I distinguish emotions from feelings. Feelings for me are ah. physical sensations. Okay. The, the hair stand on the back of the neck, the knot in the stomach, the trembling. Those are physical sensations that indicate when you're experiencing an emotion. I see. So when you get that knot in the stomach, sometimes that's about fear. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm afraid something's happening. The hair on the back of the neck could be about fear or anger. Mm-hmm. So um, the physical sensations, the feelings are indications that you're experiencing an emotion. So part of the process is identifying what that emotion is and then understanding what it's trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. So you know how to act most appropriately to mm-hmm. protect yourself or do whatever you need to do to resolve the situation. Mm-hmm. But the emotion itself is not necessarily something to be acted upon. What I'm hearing is that there's a a transition in there which involves thought or consideration before you Absolutely. Yes, you must bring your logical mind, your intellectual mind into this, this, um, uh, into the work Mm -hmm. and pair it with, uh, partner it with your emotions to figure out what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. The best example I can get about, I'll give you is, when I worked in domestic violence, I worked on both sides. I worked with the battered women and with the batterers. Mm -hmm. And when working with the batterers, I hit her because I was angry. They go from emotion to action. There is no in between. And that's what the 10, the timeout is for us to expand that space to give logic an opportunity to say, hey, no, this is the best course of action. Right. So the emotion is not the action. Got it. That's a that's a wonderful distinction. Thank you for that. The the, um, the image that comes to mind, and I've heard this used before, is that when you light a match, you strike the match, and there's that moment after you've struck the match before it's lit, and then it and then all of a sudden it's lit and kind of bursts into flame. But there is that moment between yes. when you strike it and it lights, and that's the place where you, as you're saying, you can in- insert your mental capacity to really think about what the best what the best action is. Yes, and I, I call that the decision space. Okay. You put as much space between the trigger, the stimulant, and your action, your choices. Got it. So Very you can good. come come up with the most appropriate answer. Wonderful. That's that's a wonderful distinction. Thank you for that. So you also have you have the course in healthy boundaries for overwhelmed women, and then you have two other courses. I the other courses are continuing education courses. Uh, one is for social licensed social workers in the state of Nevada, and anyone in another state can all, always petition their board mm-hmm. to um, offer the same credit. And so. Right. Another course is um, continuing education for licensed massage therapists, and that's a, a national uh, course approved by the National Certification Board. So they, anyone in any state can uh, take that course and get continuing education credits for it. And because their boundaries are specific to each industry. Sure. Um, you know, the boundaries in massage are a little different than massage and social work because in massage, you're touching people. 
And right. social work not necessarily so. And and by the way, I am a licensed uh, massage therapist as well. So that's how I was able to write that course. Got it. Okay, good. Yeah, so I can imagine the boundary setting for massage therapists is uh, quite important. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. And then you also do coaching, Glenn. I know you, that you do counseling with people, and, and, and that's all virtual uh, by, <clears throat> by phone or online? It's uh, either, either, it's both. Um, it's the client's choice if it's just a telephone call, and believe it or not, you can still connect with people that way, mm-hmm. or it could be a, a video um, session. Got it. Yeah. Good. So you can um, go to our website at gotohealthmedia.com and you can connect with Glenn through the website and, and links there. Or you can go to Glenn's website itself, glennalex.com, and you can um, learn more about her courses and the coaching. And let's talk about your show, The Glenn Alex Show. Tell us um, what people learn and what kind of uh, topics you cover and where people can watch it. First, where can people watch The Glenn Alex Show? Well, the Glenn Allen Show is available on YouTube uh, in the video format, or you can just listen to um, the uh, podcast audio on um, iHeartRadio. I just learned that it's now on Amazon Music. Oh, it's um, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, other platforms. So um, I'm really excited about that. Uh, the Glenn Alex Show is in its fourth year. And what I'm most proud of is um, <laughs> we've, had unique guests there's been no repeat guests Mm. and every guest is an expert in in some aspect of of health i've had nutritionists on i've had massage therapists on i've had uh, lawyers um you know dealing with relationship issues how um you know that manifests in in health Mm -hmm. and um i've had uh psychologists on um, I've, I've had uh, dietitians on, you know, so the, each episode focuses on a different aspect of health that provides um, useful information and insights that can be immediately applied in someone's life to enhance their health. Right. Good. We're, we're doing very similar work, Glenn, and I have a lot of respect for what you're doing. And um, I'm actually uh, just another path for this uh, with Go to Health. I really appreciate the work that you're doing and how long you've been doing it for. Thank you. So, Glenn, on top of all these things that you do, you also offer some specials or some, some complimentary sessions. Tell us about that and if people want to work with you. Yes, I do offer a complimentary consultation. Um, the only requirement is um, if you purchase the Living in Total Health from our Amazon distributor, Book CH148, then I will give you a one-hour complimentary consultation. Whether you work with me after that or not wow. is, is okay with me. The, the whole point of the consultation is to help you identify your barriers to living in total health whether it's on the physical, mental, emotional, or the spiritual level. Got it. The other, uh, another special I have, and this is great for, for gifts. Uh, with the hol- gift-giving season coming up, mm. if you buy two, you get one free. And if you order those directly from me on my website, then I will sign them before they ship. And um, so you get three books for the price of two, and you have one for yourself and two to give away for um, – uh, the holidays, birthdays, anniversaries, whatever. And 
Living in Total Health has been called a total wellness guide. So you can all use it to refer to it. The information is timeless. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter, you know, it first came out in 2016, the second edition came out in 2019, the information will be relevant in 2319. Right. Okay, so good. <laughs> you can give the gift that lasts forever uh, to, to your loved ones, anyone Wonderful. in pursuit of total health. Good, good. That's great. So again, I encourage people to go to glenalex.com. That's G-L-E-N. A-L-E-X.com. And uh, you can, again, if you purchase the book on Amazon, you get a free one-hour session. And then if you want to buy the book as a gift through Glenn's website, you can get three for the price of two. So you get one free. With free shipping. (laughs) With free shipping. Good. Okay. Great. Good. So that's great for the gift giving season and birthdays, holidays. Good. Now, so Glenn, I know you wanted to say something, kind of give us a special message for the end of the show. So please share that with us. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Again, my life's work is about total health because I believe that those living in total health are those in pursuit of total health will be the ones to right the world's wrongs. People who are physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually healthy will be the ones to correct the, the, the world's problems and eliminate or at least minimize all the isms, uh, you know, all the, the hate and all the, the, we will align more on what makes, what we're, what are similar, what's similar to us rather than what's different. And I just want everyone in the world to be joyful, connected, confident, and complete, and express your God-given truth, your innate uh, talents and gifts. And so we can just, there's no, really no reason we can't live peacefully and, and let love, um, you know, true love be abundant and accessible and available to all of us. And that's that's just what I want for the world. And so I'm doing my part to help everyone be that way. And I'm doing my part to be that way myself. So it's, it's a process, yet if we're moving towards it, I do believe we can make this world so much better. Mm. What a wonderful message, Glenn. That's great. God bless you. I, I, I wish you the best in your endeavors and you're doing a wonderful job. I can tell you're doing a wonderful job just because <laughs> of your presence with us today. It's been so great having you on the show, Glenn. I've, I've learned a lot. You've really made a lot of wonderful distinctions uh, for us that I think people can learn from. So again, we've been talking with Glenn Alex. Glenn, thank you so much for being today, being here today. I know you're busy, and I'm really glad we, we found this time to, to be together. I am, too. And thank you so much for this opportunity, Jonathan. My pleasure. Good. So great, folks. So this is the end of the show. Thank you again to Glenn Alex. You can uh, visit her at glennalex.com. And you can also watch us and this interview on gotohealthmedia.com. And you'll see the video there. And you'll also see links to uh, Glenn's website. Again, we're Go to Health, where we elevate your life with health news you can use from the experts. Take care. We'll be back with you with a new show again next week and we'll look forward to being with you. Have a great week. Take care, everybody. God bless. Thank you for tuning in this week to Go to Health Radio. 
Be sure to join Jonathan Marks and another health expert next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You can also catch the program on your favorite podcast platform. Until our next show, be sure to visit us on the web at gotohealthmedia.com and elevate your life.